All right, welcome to Dean Bodie Podcast. Hey, everyone. This is, all right, May 23rd, 2020. And um, we are doing, as I forget to mention for some reason, episode 22. Wow. Time flies when you're having fun with Dean Bodie. So welcome to Dean Bodie Podcast. Remember, we do have that Dean Bodie YouTube channel also. We did a nice little fun video earlier today. Dean Bodie Show YouTube channel. Dean Bodie Podcast, where you get podcasts. You know, Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, um, all the platforms. Um, we are there. And um, again, DeanBodie.com. Got a website in the works. We're laying that foundation. We're chipping away at this little by little, and we're growing. And you, uh, you guys are a part of our growing. And um, welcome. We're glad to have you. Let's do this together. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to, forget to kick, click the like button. Don't forget to ring the bell so you get the episodes. You don't want to miss any of these. These are fun, real stories coming at you. This is not opinions and all of this stuff. And Oh, I think so-and-so did this and did that. And uh, they should all be prosecuted. And what? All right, already. Listen, let's talk about some fun stories so we can relate to. Or you plug in your own little story that kind of like is similar to what's going on here. Take yourself back. Turn that frown upside down. Let's get going, right? Let's enjoy the day because it's 400 trillion to one that you're even born. Congratulations. You made it to the planet. You know, you got up and um, wow, if that doesn't get you motivated there, I mean, because, you know, think about if you weren't even here. It's a miracle we weren't even here. You know, um, mom and dad decided to have a little, maybe that extra glass of wine. And that's why you're here, 400 trillion to one. But uh, all kidding aside, um, hey, welcome to the planet. We're going to do some real life stories and enjoy this journey. So Dean Bodie can be a shining light as we go through this. Now, you know. The uh, the app with the weather. I don't. I know. I keep on bringing up the weather from time to time, and I'm not trying to be the weather guy, but it just cracks me up that when I see a whole week of rain clouds on my weather app on my phone with the cloud with the lightning bolt going through it. Okay, for seven days in a row, I'm expecting a lot of stormy weather for every single day. So you get the mindset of okay, here we go, because out here in Texas. Believe me, we can have four or five days straight in a row, 24-7, rain, 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 like biblical times, okay? So enough with fooling me with the weather because lately it hasn't even been close. And I've also seen it the other way too. Nice and sunny cloud, little picture of the sun in the cloud, and then the rain comes. I tell you what, why don't you just flip a coin, weather people, with the, with the weather app, and just say we flipped a coin. Or why don't you just say partly cloudy or partly sunny? And, right? and you pretty much got it dialed in. And then when the big storm comes or whatever, you know, we're going to know it's here. You know how? We're going to know. We look outside. We open the door. We look outside. Hey, Millie, it's raining out. Don't forget your coat because it's raining. Okay. Thank you. That's how you know what the weather is. Real simple. 
So that being said, um, when I little listen to my little computer device over here, it starts with an A and L-E-X-A. I don't want to say it because it's going to chime in. And she starts talking about how, oh, the flood warning's coming. The flood warning is coming. Every single day, the flood warning is coming over here in Dallas. It's not coming. And if you want to stop telling you, oh, turn off the notifications and they, they won't, uh, she won't remind you anymore. A-L-E-X-A. Guess what? Turned off the notifications. The next day, flood's coming again. No flood. There's no flood coming. So I don't know how to turn that off, but this is the relationship we have. I'm glad to have her around the A-L-E-X-A because she brightens my day. Yeah, she says good morning. We get little stories. She tells me jokes and limericks. It's incredible. Any information I need, she's right there. I said, thank you for today. Well, absolutely. Hope you had a great day. Wow. You know, amazing. Technology is amazing. And man, what we're going to get into today is my road trip from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And I did this more than once, by the way, to Palm Springs, California. Wow. This is not like on the previous episode from Lauderdale to Rochester, New York, 24, 25-hour road trip in the 77 mint-conditioned Corvette. This was me in my Ford Explorer Sport. Not a bad-looking ride, too, by the way. (laughs) And uh, took that all the way across three and a half, almost a four-day run. Because the way I do it, or the way I like to do it is drive as far as you can in the daytime. And then at night, you pull into the hotel, get yourself some rest, get up, and um, the daytime is ready to go again. Much, much nicer driving in the day. You can't see things at night. It's, uh, you know, you got to pin your eyes open to stay awake. And, you know, not my cup of tea, really, unless I really have to do it. But especially if it's raining out. Nighttime rain on... Roads you don't know with 18 wheelers next to you. Creepy, scary ride. <laughs> okay. So, um, but I made this road trip, and you know, you get to see a lot of the country when you do a cool road trip like that. I got to tell you, you pull off into different areas um, and see things you normally not going to see if you're on a plane, right? For obvious reasons. Road tripping is wild. That's the way to see the lay of the land. But I'm out in Palm Springs, and if you've never been to Palm Springs, put that on the bucket list. It's like no other place you've ever seen. It's like living in bedrock, like with the Flintstones. You're surrounded by these huge dirt mountains, I'm going to call them, because that's what they look like. They look like they're made out of clay, and they're wrapped around you like you're in this big border of mountains. And they're right there on top of you. It's such a cool look. And the downtown of Palm Springs is wild. Hotter than, it's hotter than hell out there in the summertime. I got news for you. You ready for this? 130 degrees in the summer. Okay? This is a whole different level. Oh, but it's dry heat. It's not like hot, like Florida. It's dry heat. Okay. Open up the oven. Stick your head inside the oven. All right? That's dry heat. It's hot. I walked into a Walmart one time out there in Palm Desert. I had a cassette tape. Okay, back when there was cassette tapes. Okay, listen, uh, we weren't in Apple Music and all this stuff already. Cassette tape. I left it on the passenger side. 
walked into the Walmart, came out of the Walmart, the cassette tape was melted in the seat. Okay? 130 is hot. Big time. Okay? So, and the weather doesn't change out there in the old Palm Springs. It's the same all the time. It's like, can we have a little rain? You can go a whole year with no rain. You can leave your convertible top on your car down the whole year round. Nothing's going to happen. You know, um, it's crazy. But it is a little dusty because it is the desert. You're going to have dust all over your place, your house, your apartment, more dusty than usual. Because when you see roadrunners, the animal, and you see tumbleweeds flying around your neighborhood, okay, you're not in Kansas anymore. Welcome to the desert. That's why it's hot. That's why they call it the desert. So it's a beautiful place. And uh, before I get into the tram ride out in Palm Springs, this is going to blow your mind. I got to... All of a sudden in my mind, I'm thinking about these awesome tacos that I had at this taco place, this Mexican restaurant or the taco place right on the strip in Palm Springs. I can't remember the name, but the greatest shredded beef tacos on the planet, man. And you're talking about the Taco Rosa kid. You remember a few episodes back when I worked at Taco Rosa? Uh, in Margate, Florida, one of my first jobs ever as a teenager. I know how to fold burritos. I know how to make the taco shells. I know how to get yelled at by my boss when I couldn't memorize the ticket. And we got into an argument, and hence I only worked there for four weeks. Okay? But still, I know the lay of the land of the Mexican food and how that goes and putting the burrito shell in the steamer and closing that thing up and making 16-ounce burritos for my friends when I was only supposed to use 11 or 12 ounces, okay? That being said, these tacos down in Palm Springs, the shredded beef is way better than the ground beef, first of all. Taco Rosa guy, I used the ground beef, their own recipe, but this shredded beef, this marinated shredded beef... And they made their own taco shells like I did back in the day. But these were another level shells. These things were unbelievably delicious. The shredded beef with marinated was so fantastic. And you put the salsa on top of there and a little bit of the hot sauce and all that. And these tacos, I mean, I was actually craving these things all week long. And so the week was over. Friday night, I'm going out there and we're chilling. On the strip, you got your margarita, you got your tacos, and you're done for the week. Life is good, okay? We don't do the margarita and that stuff anymore, but back then, that's what was happening. And, of course, now we're going to enjoy a taco like that with a sparkling water, <laughs> okay? So these tacos were awesome. I mean, listen, man, a shout-out to the Palm Springs Strip. You got the casinos. You got... Great restaurants down there, and it's a place like you've never seen. So off, off of the main strip, okay, you're taking one of these other roads. I forget, Highway 111 or whatever. Keep going until you get to this tram ride. Listen to this. The tram is so cool. Like on the, it, It's a tram that you get in. It's like a round, big tram, and um, you know, a bunch of people, maybe, I don't know, 10 or 12 people can get in there at a time, and it's going to take you up to the top of the mountain. While it's going up, it's spinning around, so you get to see all sides by the time you get to the top. 
I forget how many. Maybe it goes around once really slow or it goes around twice, but it's a slow turn. But the idea is you don't have to run around to all the sides. You stay where you are. And it takes you around and gets you to the top. On the bottom of the mountain, it's 70, 70 something degrees, degrees. Normal, beautiful day. When you get to the top, I don't even know if I could say it. It's snowing. It's snowing at the top. I mean, down on the bottom, 70 something degrees, beautiful, perfect. At the top, when you get there, it's snowing. Talk about going through two different seasons in one day, when did you ever get a chance to do that? It blew my mind first time. And you get to the top and there's trails you can walk on and there's restaurants up there and, you know, a a bar up there and, you know, you get to chill out up there also. One of the coolest things I've ever seen or experienced because of the weather change. And I wasn't even expecting that or you heard about it and you're kind of in disbelief until you really go through it and experience it. Really unreal. Again, put that, check that on the bucket list. And um, if you ever get out there, remember you heard it here on Dean Bodie podcast about the tram ride, Palm Springs. You got to do it. It's a must do. Um, it's a really wild, really wild, <laughs> really wild. I feel like Elmer Fudd. I, um, it's a really wild place. Just not only the way it looks. And when you fly in from uh, the L.A. airport, I believe, into the Palm Springs, you're like, wow, this is a whole different look. One thing about California, okay, it's not like Florida. Florida, everywhere you go in Florida, is pretty similar looking. Not exactly the same, but it's similar. You know, it's kind of on the flat side. No mountains and stuff in Florida, really. I mean, well, no mountains in Florida. Not really. There isn't any, okay? It's pretty flat. But you got the water, on, depending on where you are on both sides, and you have the different coasts. And you know, east coast, you're going to get the sunrise. And, of course, west coast, you get to see the sunset. I've lived on both areas of Florida. A lot of nooks and crannies with it's got its own personalities. Don't get me wrong, from Miami to the Palm Beaches to the Stewart. Cross on the other side, you got the Fort Myers, you got the Naples, um, you name it. I lived in a, a cool place called Ocean Ridge, right by the surf shop. My my little apartment was 50 yards from the ocean. If I open up my window, I could hear the waves out there and the surfer kids be out there, the Hobie Cat sailboats. Unbelievable spot. What a gem. The surf shop. And they make their own surfboards there. And uh, the, um, the market where this guy, would, they would make their own soups and own stuff and containers and sandwiches and I don't know man it was like fantasy land another one of these places where you go off a1a go into the nook and cranny of back and close to the water and you see all these cool little neighborhoods in Florida but my point is California is way different from one spot to the other Palm Springs nothing like Los Angeles Los Angeles is nothing like San Diego San Diego is nothing like Santa Barbara Santa Barbara is nothing like Beverly Hills Beverly Hills is nothing like um, Malibu that's California it's wild and I've driven all over that place Um, but it's so cool the way it's so different you know and 
Really unreal. But that tram ride was really something else. Now, when I was out in California, I also decided to embark on me, a couple of my buddies out there, we decided to take a road trip to Big Bear Mountain and do some snow skiing. Okay, one of my friends was a ski instructor in Canada. He's going to go, hey, Dean, don't worry. I'll teach you how to ski. No problem. And I'm all fired up. And you're talking about the Florida kid here who knows how to skateboard. All right? He knows how to skateboard. Can't, eh, I don't know, the roller skating, not that great at. But the skateboarding, I was good. Two feet on one board, I'm good. Snow skiing, it turns out, with one leg going one way, one leg going the other way, with these, like you're standing on these two blades, did not work for me, even on the bunny slope. How embarrassing is that? So he tells me, this is what you do. We get out to Big Bear. We get out there in the snow. Okay, I think it was a a few-hour drive from Palm Springs. Um, yeah, and we get out there and I rent my skis and I go through the process and he tells me how to snow plow, which means you take your skis and you point them in like your toes turning in and that's how you slow down or hit the brakes. For some reason, when I did it, I started going faster. (laughs) This is not supposed to work this way, okay? Not only did I have a hard time Getting off the ski lift, oh, it's fun when you're cruising down the ski lift and you got your skis on. Hey, look at me. You think you're all uh, such a big shot. And then when you get to the other side, you got to get off the ski lift. But you're not stepping off of it like on a concrete. You got these two harpoons on your feet, right? And you got to get off of there with those things on your feet. And I kind of fell forward And the ski lift almost knocked me in the back of the head. Not a good start. And I knew right then we were going to have a rough day. So we're going down the bunny slope. I'm not even thinking about going to the medium or the expert level where these guys go way up there and start, you know, slaloming and zigzagging all the way down the big shots. I'm just like, can I just go in a straight line and survive this thing? Well, it turns out that I was doing okay for a little bit. I was doing okay. And I'm thinking in my head, come on, you can skateboard. You know, you have coordination. You can do it. God, it's a whole nother animal. Skiing is a nightmare. Okay? So we're going down the bunny slope, and I'm picking up speed. And I'm actually passing somebody else. Well, all of a sudden, I start feeling like a big shot. Look at me. Look at me, I'm going faster than you and all this other stuff. All of a sudden, there's a, a, a wooden tree stump sticking up out of the snow. Now, you could barely see it because it's covered in snow. A little piece of wood, it's almost like the tip of the iceberg. You don't know what's underneath. You see this little thing sticking out. So I'm like, ah, I don't pay too much attention to it. Well, I smashed right into it. I went face first down. And one ski went behind me, the other one went to the side of me, and I did a face plant. Not only did I do a face plant, but I slammed my ribs on the ground. And I ended up doing a, like, uh, a, a little fracture of one of my ribs. So we just kind of called it a day at that point. We're done. Went up to the ski lodge. 
Let's do a few shots of tequila to kill the pain, and I just can't wait for this day to be done. That's how – that's my skiing career. Um, if you've ever had a broken rib, you know how bad that hurts when you breathe. And there's not much you can do about it. We're going to drop a little knowledge on you, a little Dr. Dean knowledge. It's just going to heal. It's just going to heal. Yeah, you can put something around it to kind of keep it secure. Like uh, They can wrap it. But for the most part, the rib – Head is going to heal on its own. And uh, that's kind of how that goes. So in the meantime, every breath hurts. Every breath hurts until it starts to heal, you know. And let me tell you, that was a difficult, difficult time going through that skiing thing. What a trip, man. But at the same time, I look back on it. And what an experience it was living out in Palm Springs. I did it two different times, actually, uh, a year each. But go there. It's, you got to go there. This is back. This, you understand. This is Frank Sinatra and all the Rat Pack. That's their stomping ground. They built that place back in the day. Man, it just seemed like times were a lot more fun back then. These guys could do whatever they wanted to do. And God bless them. You know, um, thinking about what we're going through now. And it's nice to think about some of the simpler times. And, you know, let's let's be remember that and uh, don't let this get to you too much. Um, focus on the positive, you know, because we're going to come out of this bigger, better and stronger, as we always say over here at Dean Bodie and Palm Springs, California. Do the tram ride. OK, and if you're going to go to Big Bear and you're going to you've never skied before and you're going to try. OK, well. I hope you do better than I did. And, you know, I was going to try the um, snowboarding because in the mind, I'm like, okay, I can skateboard two feet on one plank. But it turns out snowboarding is, some people say it's harder than the other one because you're, you're kind of moving the back, you know, um, with your turning and all that stuff. I didn't try it. And I think I'm just going to leave the snow sports to the professionals or people that grew up in the snow. The Florida kid, listen, I've gotten up on water skis, amazingly so. I wasn't great at it, but I got up and cruised a little bit. Or I've even been pulled by a ski boat on a surfboard before. That's really fun. You're two feet on one plank, you know. And uh, we're going to have episodes about the skateboard parks we, I used to go to, too. But look out when I start getting into those stories. You want to talk about fun. Now we're talking. But... That being said, look, don't remember the YouTube channel, Dean Bodie Show. YouTube channel, DeanBodie.com. Website, help us, you know, we keep, keep the subscribers coming, you guys. Keep clicking the like button. Write a good review. Let's, let's build this together because we're going to look back on this a year from now as we're coming at you daily because Dean Bodie knows this is not a weekly thing, a monthly thing. No, this, is, uh, this, this right now, more than ever... Daily, daily things going on. We're going to keep the positive going on a daily. Dean Bodie's coming at you. Dean Bodie's always going to be here. Join us for the ride, okay? We're going to be your tram ride, all right, through this. Um, and enjoy the process and enjoy the journey together. So Dean Bodie Podcast, where you get podcasts. Dean Bodie Show, YouTube channel, DeanBodie.com. DeanBodie at gmail.com. You want to send an email? And, uh, you know, I hope you have a great Memorial Day weekend. A huge shout out to the men and women, uh, service women um, who uh, 
give us these freedoms that we love and uh, all that you do for the country and the sacrifices you make. Um, I can't say that enough. And I know we all have family members and one, uh, one way or another have served our country. Um, and uh, God bless all of them. And let's have a great weekend. All right. And we will talk to you tomorrow. Have a great day. Take care.